It's been a while, hasn't it? No podcast in September, no podcast in October. November spawned a Morrissey album, but still no podcast. Why the delay? What have we been doing all this time? Just hanging around. Harry was a rich young man who would become a priest. He studied with his father, who was recently deceased. He did it with tarot cards and a mystically attuned mind. And shortly there and after, he did find. was a spoiled young brat she thought she knew it all she smoked mentholated cigarettes and had sex in the hall but she was not my sign or any other kind of animal that I would be about but you keep around me and I'm not so glad you found me you're still doing things that I gave up years ago oh you're still hanging around me and I'm not so glad you found me you're still hub on things that I gave up years ago Raymond was a stranger who had come from parts unknown He had no hair upon his head so he did not use a comb But desperately wished for it And every day did bathe And when at last he found himself his dirt was cleanly saved it was a bit surreal she painted all her toes on her face she wore dentures clamped tightly to her nose and when she finally spoke her twang her glasses broke and no one else could smoke while she was in the room but you keep Hanging round me and I'm not very glad you found me You're still doing things that I gave up years ago Oh, 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 you're still hanging round me And I'm not so glad you found me You're still doing things that I gave up years ago Off the herald angel sang and reached out for a phone Plucking it with ivory hand, dialed long distance home. But it was all too much, sprinkling angel dust to A and T who didn't wish you well. Not at all, but, but, but you keep hanging round me, and I'm not so glad you found me. You're still doing things that I gave up years ago. Whoa, 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 you're still hanging around me And I'm not so glad you found me You're still doing things that I gave up years ago You're still hanging around me And I'm not, no, no, glad you found me You're still doing things that I gave up years ago No, 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 no
Hello, bonjour, calispera, and welcome to Trust the Wizards podcast, episode 80. Thanks for tuning in and keeping the faith. Now it's over to Rebel Rickett for one of his famous introductions. Oh, hang on. He's not here. I'll have to introduce myself. Ladies and gentlemen, from down at the end of Lonely Street, Solitude stands by the window and Solitaire is the only game in town. All by myself, I don't want to be. Only the lonely know the way I feel tonight. One is the loneliest number. I'm so tired of being alone. I feel so low, 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 low. I feel so low. I feel so lowly. So I go and I stand on my own and I leave on my own and I go home and I cry and I want to die. I'm so ronery. All I got's this lonesome day. I can't live if living is without you. Owner of a lonely heart. I'm so lonesome I could cry. It's the Eleanor Rigby of podcasting. It's Chirizzo Garbanzo. That wasn't a joke about Rebel Ricket earlier. He really isn't here, and he's actually quite unwell. So while you're listening to this, drop the old geezer or get well soon message via Twitter, and I'm sure that'll be appreciated. So as I said, it's been a while since our last podcast. Back at the end of July, Rebel and I went to the Indie Tracks Festival in Derbyshire and had a whale of a time. We recorded a podcast reviewing the weekend, available for download at trustthewizards.com, of course. We even wrote and performed a song on there. But in amongst all the excitement, we totally forgot to mention a couple of the bands that we saw playing in the chapel stage that weekend and enjoyed very much. So, as an apology to them, here's a track by each. First you'll hear Baby Arms, which is Jennifer Doveton from Colour Me Wednesday's other band, and the song's called Eviscerator from their excellent 2017 sampler available on babyarms.bandcamp.com. Following that you'll hear Enderby's Room with their song The Music from their eponymous album, which you can find on the consistently excellent Fika label. That's F-I-K-A, FikaRecordings.com. Tune out your racing heart. Attract- 
music under the name Deerful and their album Peach is also very highly recommended and I'm certain will be featuring in our upcoming Favourite Music of 2017 podcasts. We did have some additional Indie Tracks related communication. In our podcast review of the festival we discussed how much we'd enjoyed dancing at the campsite disco after the festival had ended and we talked about a song that the DJ played that we liked Uh, we didn't know who it was or what it was called. Uh, We sang a bit of it and it goes like this, dee 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 hey, 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 like that. And uh, what do you know, someone got in contact with us to tell us who the, who the band name and what the song title was. Uh, regrettably, I can't find the message that that person sent, so I still can't tell you who it's by or what it's called. But I do know that the person who answered our question was called Christabel Williams. And as a thank you to her, we did something we've never, ever done before. We said we'd play any song of her choice on the next podcast, so that's what we're going to do. Fortunately, she's chosen something really good, a song from the recent debut album by Suggested Friends, led by Faith uh, from Chorus Girl, who is a brilliant guitarist, and indeed Christabel Williams herself on drums. And this album features some spectacularly good song titles, including Menagerie of Cats, I Can't Roll My Eyes That Far Back, Please Don't Look At Me On The Bus, If I Were More Gullible I Would Be A Gull, and motherfucking tree. We're not going to play any of those, however. We're going to play this one. It's finger looking good, and it's called Chicken.
suggested friends there you've heard Cupid by The Big Moon uh, I haven't heard most of the albums that were in the shortlist for the Mercury Prize but out of the ones that were nominated The Big Moon's album Love in the Fourth Dimension would have got my vote uh, more interesting to me and certainly including a lot more music that I know and love was the Hercury Prize uh, organised by uh, loudwomen.org which is a fanzine and also gig promoters and also released a fantastic compilation CD uh, um, a, a few months ago. Uh, the Hercury Prize, this is a, a prize for artists that are loud, female-fronted or female-driven, or just plain all-female. The winners turned out to be uh, a band called The Menstrual Cramps, uh, whose EP, We're Not Overreact, Overreacting, oh, We're Not Overreacting, sounds very promising, but I haven't actually got around to hearing yet, um, the list also included several bands we've played on previous podcasts, like Oh Gun Quit, The Tuts, who we've played quite a few times, Ravioli Me Away, I Carmella, who we've played a few times. Um, but I wanted to play you a band that we've not played before. So uh, here are Porridge Radio with a song, Lemonade, from their album Rice, Pasta and Other Fillers, which is a name, name your price download on porridgeradio.bandcamp.com. Don't uh, mix pasta or rice with your porridge, kids. Or with your lemonade, for that matter. Ooh, 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 
was Bury Your Young by Flies and Flies from their recent album Spring. Uh, that's their debut album. It's being released as a 12-inch limited edition handmade screen print and A3 posters with a digital download. Uh, the idea of producing this artwork to go with the music uh, rather than any kind of physical version of the album uh, was, and I'm quoting from their website here, the, the idea was born from a desire to question the fetishization. I'll try and say that again. Fetish, fetishization? Yeah. The, the idea was born from a desire to question the fetishization of vinyl as an art object while creating a long-lasting physical companion to the LP. So there you go. You can you can get hold of that. Uh, the album is excellent. A uh, bit radio-heady in place. Uh, that's no bad thing. Um, but, yeah, very good. Interesting. And uh, not none of the tracks are particularly similar to any of the other tracks. Um, you can find that at fliesandflies.bandcamp.com. Dot com. So Gavin Osborne released a new album a few months ago. Uh, he's a favourite here at Trust the Wizards. We've played him on our podcast before. Uh, it's The album's called Echo Bridge, and I saw him play a gig at the Eagle Inn in Chester in September, around about the same time the album came out. We had been planning on dedicating a whole podcast to Gavin Osborne and this album, uh, discussing the album and reviewing the gig. Now, we Wizards, we do enjoy discussing and analysing music after all, we are the men who put the anal into over-analyzing. And I can't think of any other album in the last few years that's provoked so much thought, conversation and debate between myself and my fellow wizard, uh, Rebel Rickett. But as I mentioned before, he's not very well. So uh, we've had to abandon the idea um, of the special. But I'm going to play a song off the album anyway. Uh, if you're not sure, Gavin Osborne is, I think of him as like the UK's answer to Loud and Wainwright III. He's a songwriter who uses a lot of humour. He writes observational songs sometimes that can really make you laugh. But he also has uh, writes story songs about characters and very, very personal songs, very intimate songs about himself and those close to him that can uh, not only make you laugh, but also make you think and make you cry. Uh, one of the many highlights, for example, of the Chester gig was a song about his, uh, his young son being barked at in a park by a dog belonging to the actor Jeremy Irons. Uh, he often does something that MJ Hibbert does so well in his in his songwriting by starting off a song and it seems like a fairly light song about something fairly banal like you know his song being barked at in a park by Jeremy Irons' dog. But then uh, as the song goes on, it develops, it increases in scope to address some uh, far broader subjects. Uh, Gavin Osborne's always included political songs on his album, and on this album he does that more than ever, I think. Um, many of the songs feel like this is uh, Osborne's response to Brexit in, in some way. And whilst I don't want to put words into Rebel Ricketts' mouth when he's not here to explain it himself, but it is fair to say that it's largely those more political songs on the album that Rebel has had some difficulties with. So, in order to keep the peace, let's play one of the less political songs on the album. This is called So Dave Called. So Dave called, asking where I was. Dave was my boss, and I should have been at work sitting at my desk, typing emails, answering the phone, doing spreadsheets, occasionally popping to the photocopier, mainly to stretch my legs, occasionally getting up to go to the toilet or filling and refilling my plastic cup from the water cooler, waiting for a water cooler moment, but only coming back to my desk with stories about the actual water cooler. It's cold. Dave asked me where I was and I told him, told him I'd quit. I was at home. I've got some catching up to do, I'd said. Dave told me that was an invalid excuse. He used words like invalid to make himself feel more like my boss. He was new at this. I made a joke that if I was old and frail that it would be an invalid excuse. Dave didn't laugh. Instead he said, catching up on what? What have you got to catch up on? so I told him. I feel pressure, Dave. The pressure to see and hear everything. For years now, I've entertained aspirations of completeness. The world keeps making things, building things, creating works of art, film, TV and music that I fear I'll never get to see or experience. I'm constantly fatigued by the overwhelming absurdity of choice. DVDs, iPods, museums, galleries, radio, Digital TV, digital radio, 
magazines, newspapers, books, apps, pamphlets, podcasts, religions, all of it, all of it terrifies me. And the list of must-sees, must-haves, simply unmissables, if you only see one show this year, make it this. The music of Stravinsky, the albums of Jacques Brel, a bonus feature on season three of The Wire, surfing, hang gliding, the works of Dorothy Parker, Hilaire Belloc or Engelbert Humperdinck. What if I never get round to any of these? My brain seizes up at the number of options laid before it, Dave. It really does. I've fallen behind. And I'm sure that if I watch everything there is to watch, read everything there is to read and listen to everything there is to listen to, I'll be a step closer to understanding the state of the universe and solving that eternal question, why are we here? I've recently discovered if I listen to my iPod in order, without shuffling, it would take me three weeks, four days, six hours and 19 minutes. So I think I need at least a month off. And that's not even factoring in sleep possibly a lifetime because people keep on making more and more stuff I was wondering if you in your new position of power Dave could maybe just get in touch with whoever's in charge of cultural output and tell them to please please stop just for a while just until I've caught up just a little bit Stephen Hawking never completed the ultimate theory of everything and I'm convinced the mysteries of the observable universe can be unravelled by studying what we've accomplished so far. So, please, Dave, just make a few calls. Like I say, I've got some catching up to do. So Dave said, That's an invalid excuse. <laughs> just got that. Very funny. Now get into work or you're fired. So yeah, it's time for an instrumental section. Uh, we're going instrumental mental. Uh, now the, the magnetic fields um, on their album, uh, autobiographical album, uh, five discs, fifty song memoir. They've got a song on there called Surfing. Uh, some of the lyrics go, "I don't want to go surfing. Why would surfing be fun? What's the purpose of surfing? I believe there is none." Boring people go surfing in those horrible shorts. How moronic is surfing? It's the dumbest of sports. I'm kind of right with Stephen Merritt there. I've never tried surfing because it looks really difficult and cold. And it's one of those hobbies that, like golf or skiing, that if you're going to get into it, you have to buy a lot of gear just to, just to have a go. And then if you find you don't really like it, then you've shelled out for all that gear. So you kind of have to pretend you like it and kind of carry on doing it. Um, you don't have to do that with, you know, table tennis or swimming. Uh, but anyway, comfortably, the best thing about surfing is undoubtedly surf guitar music. Uh, you may have even heard that two-thirds of one of our favourite bands, The Wave Pitchers, have started a new band. Uh, bassist Frannick and singer-guitarist David have uh, joined up with Charles from Slow Club, whilst Rebecca from Slow Club is off singing with the Moo Landings uh, these days. Uh, and another guy called Dominic on the drums, and they formed this band called The Surfing Magazines. Uh, the name is slightly deceptive because it sounds like they'd be playing surf guitar music, but they're not really. Um, I saw them live at uh, Manchester Soup Kitchen a couple of months ago, and they were fantastic. Uh, they included some covers of uh, Bob Dylan and Neil Young, that, what, that one that goes, uh, I'm a vampire baby, that one, if you know that one. It's good, good tune, that. Probably the highlight of the gig uh, was this instrumental tune, uh, which is definitely surf guitar music with added sinister maniacal laughing and it's called A Fran Escaped <laughs>
favorite bands to kind of uh, come to prominence in the in the wake of the dreaded Britpop uh, Ash were because they didn't really fit in with the rest they kind of just played their um, punky um, punky poppy songs uh, and sort of no frills no no messing about um, and uh, you know there weren't many bands name checking the Ramones in in the uh, heyday of uh, what's the story morning glory and the like um, I saw him, uh, uh, weirdly, I, I saw him in a 20-year gap recently. Uh, both myself and Mrs. Garbanzo saw them at Glastonbury in 1997, where Steve Winwood was supposed to be headlining on the last evening on the Pyramid stage, but it didn't turn up. Uh, allegedly, his, uh, his vehicle got stuck in the mud, which is quite believable, because we didn't know how much mud there was there that year. Uh, so Ash filled in and headlined the main stage on the last night, and they were they were ace. Um Pretty much 20 years to the month after that, uh, me and Mrs. Garbanzo went to see them in much more humble surroundings of Wrexham, a central station, uh, Wrexham, uh, a venue that I've not been to before. Uh, but it was fantastic. It was really, really loud. Um, those of you who may have heard our gig reviews before often might have... You know, I never complain that a gig is too loud, ever. Uh, it, it, a gig's sometimes not loud enough. But this one was fantastic. Uh, we were right down the front, um, and... It was a, it was a great evening of the same three guys just knocking out the same old uh, same old punky poppy classics like they like they did. Uh, the most frustrating thing about the gig for me was discovering there's this really great venue, 35 minutes from my house by car, which is significantly closer to, the, to my house than Liverpool or Manchester, where I go to watch most of the gigs I see. And then uh, seeing a list of the bands that have played there uh, recently that I missed. The Damned played there, Laura Marling, Slaves, Future of the Left. They've all played there in the last year or two. Bloody hell, The Wedding Present played there in June, and I didn't go. What an idiot. Well, there you go. Uh, A few months ago, I met up with uh, an old friend of mine and a friend of the podcast, uh, Jeff Allnut, a.k.a. The Speech Painter, a.k.a. He's the G for Jeff in uh, in the band Radio KWG, whose music we've played on the podcast before. 
It was around about the time of some stories in the papers about a scandal of big wages being paid to various BBC employees. Uh, because as we know, having a go at the BBC it, as the most unbiased major news source we have in our country, uh, and so having a go at it is a favourite pastime of newspaper-owning scumbags such as Rupert Murdoch, Richard Desmond, Viscount Rovermere, and those are lovely chaps. Um, anyway, one of these articles had reported that uh, Six Music's Mark Radcliffe was on about 200k a year. Uh, that is undoubtedly a lot of money, but then again, it's around the same as a very average uh, championship footballer's wage, and Radcliffe has been a radio presenter for years, he's exceptionally good at what he does, he's kind of on the top of his game, and he's definitely a lot better than a sort of championship standard as a radio DJ. And again, if you compare that to what a Hollywood act- actor gets for just one film, they get millions just for just for one film. Uh, Mark Radcliffe's 200 grand wouldn't even cost the legal costs of the film actors settling out of court with all those people they tried to sexually molest. But the reason why Jeff was talking about this uh, to me was to say that he'd been enjoying the podcast just as much as he enjoys Six Music, and he thought the Wizards deserved to earn the same amount. He had had a few pints, but I double-checked, and he he wasn't on the wind-up. He really meant it. It was very nice of him to say so, but we don't actually get paid for doing this podcast. But, incidentally, if you know anyone who happens to run a food or drink company then get in touch we'd be very happy to be sponsored in return for free beer and snacks in the pub uh, jeff reminded me of a time many many years ago when he used to host a sort of mini festival in his back garden uh, every every summer i went to several of these and jeff told me that at one of these during the latter part of the evening i sidled up to him looking a bit worse for wear and politely inquired of him excuse me jeff is it all right if I throw up in your hedge? You see, manners cost nothing, people. Anyway, a regular performer at these festivals was the singer Philip Jays, and he wrote a song in honour of Jeff that mentions that very house. So I'd like to finish the podcast with that song and dedicate it to uh, Jeff's partner Ursula and Jeff and my mate Joe, who we all spent that uh, very enjoyable summer's evening in the pub. Uh, and... Uh, the song is entitled Simply Jeff. Jeff, you are my friend, and you will be till the end. But Jeff, 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 sometimes, sometimes inside I have these thoughts, Jeff. I have to hide Jeff, Jeff, Jeff When I think of your house, Jeff That lovely country cottage of a house, Jeff And I know, though it's often been said in jest But one blow to your head And it could be mine, Jeff, mine, oh it could be so simple, Jeff, oh, and life could be fine. Oh, but killing you, Jeff, and really what for? Two floors and a roof, four walls and a door. Isn't our friendship worth so much more? Jeff, and Jeff, you are my friend. And you will be, maybe. Till the end, but Jeff, 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 sometimes, sometimes I find I, I have these ideas, Jeff, come into my mind. Jeff, 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 when I think of your car, Jeff, that four-litre, two-seater dream of a car, Jeff, and I know how quick it could be if you if you were run over by me then it could be mine jeff mine all of the time it could be so simple jeff oh and life could be fine over killing you jeff and really what for a car i would love till the next one i saw isn't our friendship worth so much more jeff and jeff you are my friend and you will be maybe 
till the end But Jeff, 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 sometimes, sometimes awake in my bed I, I hear these voices, Jeff, inside my head Jeff, 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 when I think of your wife, Jeff That smiling, beguiling blonde of a wife, Jeff And I think where we'll all die one day But if I could just show you the way Then she could be mine, Jeff, mine all at a time It could be so, so simple, Jeff Oh, and life could be fine I'll be killing you, Jeff And really what for? A smile and a kiss from some bleach-blonded whore Isn't our friendship worth so much more, Jeff. Yes, killing you, Jeff. And really, what for? I'm round at your house most evenings. What's more, I've been in your car ten times or more. And as for your wife, Jeff, oh, what are friends for? Jeff, say nothing more. Jeff, what are friends for? Oh, Well, there we are then, that was Shrifo Garbanzo on his own, on his Todd, on his lonesome, wandering lonely as a cloud, recording another fantastic Trust the Wizard podcast. You know, you may have intimated that me, Rebel Ricket, was in some way unwell. This is completely untrue. I'm just very, very lazy. But I have to come here to say to you, listener, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and from this Trust the Wizard podcaster, for this year, that's all. Good night, listener.